And now, the starting lineup for your JMB Sports Podcast for Kids. He puts the J in JMB, hailing from the Washington, D.C. area. When he's not on the baseball field, he's behind the mic. Shades! Hailing from Georgia, he may be little brother, but when it comes to sports, he's got some big knowledge. Matthew! He's a big brother, soccer player extraordinaire, also hailing from Georgia, Benjamin! Ladies and gentlemen, your JMB Sports Podcast for Kids starts now. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. And I'm Ben. Thanks for tuning into our show. On this episode, we'll go over the latest sports news. Break down what you might have missed. And highlight what is going on off the field in sports. All this coming up on the JMB Sports Podcast for Kids. We're going to start with our Super Super Bowl predictions. Rams versus Bengals Sunday at 6.30 p.m. I picked the Bengals to win the Super Bowl 31-17. Joe Burrow will pass for over 350 yards. And Jamar Chase will have an amazing game. Go Bengals. Who day Sunday? I don't know if I can agree with the um, Joe Burrow part, but I can agree that I have the Bengals going all the way and winning the Lombardi. I've got the Rams winning 31-24 and winning the Lombardi because of Matthew Stafford throwing great balls. Well, as we all know, that NFL Honors was Thursday night, and the most valuable player was Aaron Rodgers, Offensive Player of the Year, Cooper Cup, and Defensive Player of the Year, TJ Watt. Also, Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, Jamar Chase, and Defensive Rookie of the Year, Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons deserves it, and Cup has been unreal. Aaron needs to get his good seasons in because he will start to be unwanted. Although Beckham says he's willing to sacrifice salary to stay with the Rams. Coming up next weekend, the NBA will host their All-Star game. Kevin Durant is out of the All-Star game. Yeah, Kevin Durant, that's a big loss for Team Durant. And James Harden got traded to the Sixers for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, and two first-round picks. I think that this is a really bad trade for the Nets. Like, I mean, for the Sixers. Because giving away that many things for one player, two first-round picks, a point guard, shooting guard, and center, that's just not a very good trade. That's not very smart on their part. But and, it's only for, and it's only for two first-round draft picks, so you got to think. You want to keep your players, but I get that you want to give away Ben Simmons because he can't make free throws, but yeah. And uh, Devonta Sabonis got traded from the Pacers to the Kings in a trade that also involved Tyrese Halliburton. And Demont, I mean, not. And Christoph Porzingis is now a wizard. That's a surprising deal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Seriously. They swept the team, giving away Montrez Harrell, Aaron Holiday, Devonta Davis, Davis Bertans, and Spencer Dinwiddie. 
That is a lot of players. They are cleaning the de deck, and they are ready for a good offseason. Yeah, have you been watching the Olympics? I really enjoyed the speed skating. It's been really fun to watch. There have been a lot of penalties, like really Jones the line. Yeah, like matches. If you saw U.S. tops Canada four to two in men's Olympics hockey, that was insane. Yeah, crazy game. And Nathan Chen and Chloe Kim both grabbed gold medals in the same day. That a really was, good day for the U.S. That was a really good day for the U.S. And I watched Nathan Chen. And he was amazing the way he skated. Yeah, it really was. Three, Three two, two, one, jump time! Why did why does the baseball why does the baseball player raise one leg? Because if he raises them both, he'll fall down. <laughs> um, happy birthday to Bill Russell, Cristiano Ronaldo, Michael Jordan, Yamir Yager, Randy Moss, Matthew Stafford, Lawrence Taylor, Julio Jones. Julius Irving, Charles Barkley, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, and Honus Wagner. We are really excited to have a special guest with us today, Joel Hollander. First things first, we heard you just had a birthday, so happy birthday. Oh, I know you are the founder of the world's first 24-hour all-sports radio station. So, Joel, why did you want to work in the field of sports radio in the first place? So, what happened was I was working at a country radio station in New York called WHN, which was very famous, and it wasn't doing very well. And a few of us had an idea about 24-hour sports. And a lot of people didn't think it would work, and it was actually a failure at the beginning because we were trying to be so many different things for so, for so many different people. We talked about horse racing and auto racing and hockey and basketball, and we figured out after a while that the thing it's kind of like the headlines of a news radio station. So if, the, if you're in Washington... And the Nats won in the bottom of the ninth. You got to be talking about the Nats, not something that the masses don't want to talk about. So we would talk about baseball, basketball, hockey, football. But the number one sport at the beginning to talk about was baseball, and then it became football. Uh, so we were the first sports radio station in July of 1987, and now all these years later, 35 years later, there's over 1,400 sports radio stations mm -hmm. and iterations, and you know, satellite radio on XM mm -hmm. and Sirius with multiple channels and a lot of digital platforms. So it's a very successful format today. And there's been a lot of uh, people that worked at WFA at the beginning that are now stars. Mike Breen worked for me, who was at the NBA. Ian Eagle, who um, was in CBS Sports and now does the Nets and, and football also. Howie Rose, who does the Mets uh, and on and on. Bob Wischusen, who does a lot of college football. Uh, so many people were started at WFA and have had successful careers and around the country. So that's kind of quickly how it started. That's really cool. Yeah. What is your favorite thing about having sports on the radio? It's kind of a companion when you want, when you're driving around, if you don't want to listen to music and you know, you're watching in TV and you want to go out and get a pizza, uh, you just jump in a car and you can listen to the Yankees or the Mets or the Dodgers or the Giants or you know, your favorite team and you have, you know, today you have a lot of choice. So it's great to take to the beach. It's great to listen to in your house. Uh, so the great thing about sports on radio, it's portable. You can take it anywhere and listen to it. Oh, that's cool. Um, do you have a favorite sports moment? 
Oh boy. So I, I'm a really lucky guy and I probably have seen as many greatest sports moments as anybody. But my number one moment was when the Rangers won the Stanley Cup in 1994 and I was able to go out on the ice and I have pictures of the Stanley Cup. And my son Sam was actually in the Stanley Cup parade on going up the Canyon of Heroes in New York. But that was my favorite moment. But I've been to two Yankees Super Bowls. I've been in Mike Tyson fights. I've been at the Masters Golf. Uh, I've been in an NBA Finals. Uh, I was at every Yankee playoff game from 96 to 2004 when they won four out of five years. That was really exciting. So I've been very fortunate to 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 be to be at a lot of those events. Cool. Um, do you like a certain podcast? Uh, you know what? I'm not a huge podcast listener. I know it's a really hot area right now. Some of the sports podcasts I like. I like some of the political po- uh, podcasts on crooked media. Uh, it's a burgeoning field which is going to do very well probably over the next number of years. There's millions and millions of podcasts. It's hard to select them, uh, but there is some good content, and there's a lot of good things to listen to, especially in sports. Did you ever trash talk with friends about teams? You want to trash talk with me now, guys? Yeah. <laughs> what, do you want to, what do you want to trash talk about? Tell me, who do you like? Who Yankees. Boo Yankee. I'm going to end this interview. I'm a Yankee fan. I don't like the Nats. <laughs> no, but yesterday I was wearing a Nats shirt. You I don't are? like the Nats either. Who, it's who's not your like I like hey, Boo Nats. Yeah, but who's the your... Astros are cheaters, Jacob. That oh, I, that I, I agree like There should be no cheating in baseball. But we used to, I used to trash talk with my friends all the time that are, were Met fans or Islander fans in hockey or Jets fans. And we used to give each other a hard time. So that's a, that's a, that's the fun part of it. That's fun. A lot of the fun part about listening to sports radio is hearing the arguments about who's better and about the game the night before. So that's a lot of fun. So you guys, as you're getting old, you should definitely trash talk your friends, but in a nice way. Oh, okay. I'll do that. Um, what is your favorite sport to watch? I like everything, but hockey is my favorite. Uh, I especially like watching in person. We've had season tickets for the Rangers for about 40 years. Uh, I used to love going to baseball games. They've gotten a little bit too long for my liking right now. Football, these these football players were probably the best football players I've ever seen in my life. So that was very exciting. Uh, The NBA is good, but it's not as good as it used to be, I think. But those, my favorite would be hockey. That's cool. Uh, who's your favorite sports player ever? So I'll give you one of each sport. How's that? And now I don't know if you've, you tell me if you've heard of these guys. Did you ever hear of Mark Messier? Uh, no. Okay, so Mark Messier is one of the great hockey players ever. He was my favorite hockey player. My favorite baseball player you probably never heard of either is Reggie Jackson. I never heard of Reggie Jackson. Okay, I was there. I was there when Reggie Jackson hit three home runs. In 1977, I was 20 years old, and I was there. It was an amazing moment. So I liked him very much, and I liked Derek Jeter, as I said. Uh, Phil Simms is my favorite uh, football player. He's a friend. And Boomer Esiason, they were quarterbacks for the Bengals and the Giants. And my favorite NBA player, which I'm sure you haven't heard of, his name was Willis Reed. But that was the last time. The last well, I think I've heard of him before. He went the last time they went. That was 1971, so it was 51 years ago. Wow. Uh, yeah. I know you're a Rangers fan. Do you think Ovechkin will pass Gretzky as the all-time goal scorer one day? 
he may, he is one of the great players that I've ever seen play. Gretzky was one of the greatest. Uh, I think if Ovechkin stays healthy over the next year or two, uh, he has a very good chance to do it. Uh, he's playing at a really high level right now. He's really a great player. Yeah. And you guys, and you guys are lucky to see him in your hometown. <laughs> what is your favorite memory of watching sports? I have a lot of different memories. I, I remember watching Yankee games with my father when I was a kid. Uh, my greatest memory with my father, he worked in a tuxedo store and he was renting tuxedos to people. And one of his customers was an old American League umpire. His name was Morty Springstead. And when I was 12 years old, he invited my father and my older brother, Alan, and myself. And we got to go to Yankee Stadium and sit in the Yankee dugout and get autographed baseballs from Mickey Mantle, which was one of the like un most unbelievable things ever. So that was a lot of fun. And I love making memories with my son, Sam, uh, watching games with him and going to games with him. I took him uh, with, suit with my father-in-law when Sam was nine and when the Yankees won the World Series against Atlanta when Wade Boggs was riding on the horse mm -hmm. in Yankee Stadium. And it was just great. So those are a lot, those are some memories. Oh, um, what is your favorite sporting arena state or stadium you've ever been to? Say it, I didn't hear you say it again. What is your favorite sporting arena or stadium that you've ever been to? Uh, I love Madison Square Garden because I've seen so many great uh, hockey games there and basketball games and concerts. The old Yankee Stadium was the greatest stadium in the world. There was a lot of history mm -hmm. made there, uh, mm -hmm. and I love that stadium. Even though I'm not a uh, Red Sox fan, Fenway Park and Wrigley Field are two great places to watch baseball games. They're the two oldest stadiums that are around right now. Otherwise, everything is kind of new, and they just have a lot of character. So they're, they're great stadiums. That's really cool. Um, what is it like being a part-time owner of a baseball team? That's a good question. It's a very, it's a lot of fun. So I have a very small percentage of the Salem Red Sox, which is a Carolina A baseball league. And what it's done is it's allowed me to go to a lot of games like in Fenway, or if I want tickets to go to games, I can go to probably any game I want, you know, in the country. Uh, and it's just, it's a lot of fun. So it's given me a lot of business opportunities. I've learned a lot about the business of baseball, not just, you know, being a fan. And that's a really big business and what goes on, you know, between it. So in a minor league team, how do you think the guys, how do you think they make the most amount of money selling hot dogs, beer, selling tickets or programs? In the minor leagues, they still make most of their money by selling all the concessions, beer and hot dogs and things like that. And oh, yay, I got it right. <laughs> that's just in the minor leagues. That's not just don't drink league. too much beer. Exactly. But in the major leagues, they make most of their money by rights fees, is what the television stations and, you know, the digital media companies pay comp pay the leagues, you know, to carry the games on TV and to broadcast. That's how they make most of their money. So it's different to minor leagues and major leagues. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, and we're trying to actually move the team from Salem, Virginia, uh, up to closer to Boston, to Lowell, Massachusetts, so it'll be closer to Fenway Park. Cool. Um, I read about all the work you do in the community to help others. How important is it that athletes and sports in general give back in some way? 
So I think it's really important. Uh, we've done a lot of charity work, our family, for sending cadets syndrome over the last seven years. And it's very important to give back. You guys are very lucky with what you have. I'm very lucky with what I have. So let me give you a little lesson here. One of the easiest things to do is to take things from people. But one of the best things in the world is to give things to people. It's better to give than to take. And when you're helping people that are not as lucky as you, it's a very good lesson in life. And you can do that your whole life, whether you're six years old or whether you're 60 years old. You can always help somebody else. Cool. Um, what advice do you have for kids now that want to work in broadcast media? So you guys are starting really, really young, which is awesome. Uh, you got to keep on doing things like this. It gives you more experience if you want to be behind the microphone or if you want to get into the, to the business side. But I would say once you get you know, to junior high or to high school to see if there's a local radio station you could work at or a digital company, uh, start a club in one of your schools. And then when you go to college, they all have, you know, kind of media comp, uh, sides of their of their schools. Do as much as you can while you're in school and get as much experience as you can, because more the more experience you have as you get older, it's going to be easier as you graduate and have a degree to get a job. You don't want to just be in school and, you know, not get on hands experience, which is really important. So that would be some of the advice I would give to you guys. Who do you want to win the Super Bowl? What is your favorite Super Bowl snack? Let's see. I'm rooting for the Bengals because my good friend was Boomer Esiason, who lost. There was a Super Bowl in 1988, and they were winning with a minute to go, but then Joe Montana came. It was a famous game, and he threw a touchdown to Jerry Rice in the last 20 seconds, and they lost. He thought he was going to Disney World, and he went home. So he was not, he was not happy, and he's been a friend. So I want the Bengals for my friend Boomer. Uh, and my favorite Super Bowl snack are uh, nachos. Uh, yeah, I like nachos too. For snacks, we we have this big um, soup or uh, football, um, which is it's like a big bowl and you, it holds all your snacks and stuff. Uh-huh. Um, what I eat is I eat um, like pizza and burgers, and then I have fries with cheese sauce. Nice. What are you? Who are you guys rooting for? I'm the Bengals. I think the Rams will win 31-24. And I want the Bengals. Bengals. I think, I think the Bengals are going to win 30-27. 30-17. Wow. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I just hope it's a good game. Were you guys watching the game at home with your families? Uh, yeah. 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 We're not going to Los Angeles for the... But the cool thing is that it's the second year in a row that the um, that a team in the Super Bowl is hosting it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's a big advantage for the Rams. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us, Joel. We learned so much from having you as our guest, and we really oh. appreciate your time today. My pleasure, guys. You keep on the good work. This is great stuff you're doing, and it's great practice. Keep on doing it and do it as many as you can. It's fantastic. Thank you. I'm proud of you guys. That's all for today. Special thanks to our parents and all of our listeners. And thanks again to our special guest, Joel Hollander. Thanks for tuning in. Please stay safe and healthy.